Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Press on. 
of my motto. It's always been my motto. Call it. It's all we can do. Press on. Nothing in the world can take the place of persistence. Talent will not. Nothing is more common than unsuccessful men with talent. Genius will not. Unrewarded genius is almost a proverb. Education alone will not. The world is full of uneducated, or rather, I'm sorry, of educated derelicts. Persistence and determination alone are omnipotent. And, you know, that says it to me, uh, you know, like uh, Thomas Edison uh, took 10,000 tries, <laughs> 10,000 failures before he was able to get the tungsten uh, filament, get that uh, get the electric light bulb to work. Yeah.
tonight I wanted to um, continue my reading of, um, of uh, Finding the Third Eye. Um, and I'll, I'll, chapters 8 uh, is where we left off last night, uh, last week. And, it, um, and it's called The Secrets of Breathing. And I've been skipping some of the chapters um, going back, uh, going ahead, uh, because this, this book is in itself some, a form of a workshop, you know. But it, I think it's critical um, to mention the secrets of breathing, and I'm going to talk about um, the secrets of color and the secrets of sound tonight. So I hope we can get uh, through all of that. In the secrets of breathing, continuing our, our study of the phenomena of life, we can next consider the universal activity of breathing. This very strange process is indeed much more widespread than we would at first suppose. We are told that the creation of the world was begun when the Creator breathed upon the waters. And again, the symbolical um, explanation of the creation of man tells how he was formed out of the dust into which was breathed the breath of life. The tremendous importance of breath could hardly have been more infinitely um, emphasized, but we have paid little attention to the invaluable hints bequeathed to us by those ancient savants in their veiled language. We know that plants breathe and lately have discovered the metal, uh, metal that metals breathe also. And scientists are busy studying the long, drawn-out rhythms of the sun. If we apply to the mystics on this point, they tell us that the sun breathes regularly, and each breath taking um, 11 years, and causes all of its fullness, the appearance of sunspots upon its surface. The sun is called the heart of the solar system. We may suspect that it really is the heart of a very vast living being uh, in whose breath we have our own breathing and living. We are familiar with the main chemical aspects of the act of breathing as applied to ourselves. Primarily, we must contain um, a definite amount of air to uh, counteract the law of gravitation, which pulls us to the earth. At the sea level, the pressure is uh, about six times, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, the pressure is about 16 pounds to the square inch, and this must be equalized by the take intake of air. Um, that is why the lungs never empty at the air, all the air they contain. Their total capacity is said to be 250 cubic inches, but they only empty 150, so that there always remains 100 cubic inches of air within them. For this reason, if it is desired to clean and refresh the lungs, very prolonged outward breaths is the most efficient, uh, efficient, uh, is the most efficient. A nature's way of refreshing us is to cause us to collapse limply uh, into a chair and sigh out a long breath. We can do that, you know, just by breathing outwards, 
breathing out all the air in our lungs. In breathing, we absorb the oxygen from the air into our lungs to be used for the production of heat and energy through combustion with the circumstance or the substances contained in our food. And we exhale the um, poisons as a carbonic acid gas. The animals breathe in the same way, but plants, on the other hand, need to breathe in carbonic acid gas for their substance, which is carbon dioxide. And here we have one of the secrets of the give and take existing in nature, and the reason why animals and plants could not live without each other. In a normal human being, there are approximately 16 to 18 breaths per minute, each taking in 30 cubic inches of air. Each breath consists of inspiration, expiration, and a pause, the whole process taking up the time of four heartbeats. Our artificial methods of living are gradually ruined, have gradually ruined the natural quality of our breathing, and hardly one person in 50 breathes as nature intended. The correct muscular action is as follows. The lungs are contained within the basket of the ribs, the whole resembling a balloon, which inflates at the intake of breath and deflates at the exhaling. There is a muscle at the base of the lungs that should contract um, them upward uh, at the inhalation, but in most people, the muscle is inactive. Now, that's kind of interesting, isn't it? I thought so. There is a muscle at the base of the lungs which should contract them upwards at the, at, at the inhalation, but in most people the muscle is, is inactive. Many breathe downwards into their abdomens, pressing down the already sagging internal organs. In correct breathing, the whole chest is uplifted at the intake of the breath, and this raises up all the internal organs from their stagnant position. At the inhalation, the diaphragm muscle aforementioned contracts again upwards, dragging up still further the organs below. Correct breathing in this manner will, of course, exercise a continuous gentle massage and stimulation of the digestive organs, thereby ensuring perfect action of the elementary canal and eliminating the need for pills and drugs. The second important aspect of breathing is the rate at which we breathe, the frequency, as we should say in wireless parlance. We have seen that the whole of life is built up uh, is built up by means of different speeds of vibration, and therefore the rate of motion of anything is the most important factor about it, determining what it is. Therefore, we cannot overestimate the significance of the speed and rhythm of our breathing. Show me how you breathe, and I will tell you what manner of man you are. That's amazing. <laughs> the yogis, the yogis in uh, Eastern Sage and Eastern Sages, make a very deep study of breathing and have evolved a profound science from it. By means of this science, they profess to accomplish um, many things such as prolonging their youth and their years of living and attaining to various degrees of trance and clairvoyance. 
by means of which they gain access to knowledge. This science has been handed down from teacher to pupil for thousands of years and is only accessible to and possible for the very few, but it is said to be a forerunner of the attainment of all humanity in the dim future. Certain it is that all who wish to obtain any degree of control of their health, character, or circumstances must first begin at the very foundation of their lives, their breathing. Having put in order the mechanical muscular action of breathing, the next thing is uh, to consider is the rhythm. We have now to realize that as, um, as not only physical things, but also thoughts, feelings, and various forces exist all around us by reason of their particular number or rate of vibration. So we are all the, we are all the time tuning into this for that according to our own rate of vibration, which is adjusted by our breathing. We can think of ourselves as wireless receivers, and it is up to our ego to or, or will to tune us in and decide what we shall receive. I have said that normally there are 16 to 18 breaths per minute. It is said that if the breathing is changed to about 26 light breaths per minute, it will be impossible after a short time to feel pain. That is why in the best of that, in the heat of battle, terrible wounds can be received without feeling them at all. It is also why many great feats are accomplished under the stress of excitement. The breath quickens, the blood heats up, and this drives the ego slightly out of the body so that sensations are little felt. Extreme indulgence in alcohol has the same effect. That is why intoxicated persons seldom hurt themselves. We can do and suffer things in hot blood, which we can never achieve in cold blood. There is an interesting story in the Bible in connection with this. When Amalek drew the Israelites into battle, Moses went to the top of a hill. He held up his arms, using his great hypnotic powers, to prevent the enemy from working themselves up into the fighting frenzy in which they would partly leave their bodies. He prevented them from quickening their breathing, and so they had to fight in cold blood and could not prevail. Directly, Moses dropped his arms from fatigue, and the battle would go against the Israelites. Martial music is uh, designed to quicken the breath and the emotions. So is the color red on flag and, and uniform. It is quite impossible to become excited if one breathes slowly. That is why a person in a rage is asked to stop and count ten. The breathing inevitably slows down and excites uh, and the excitement drops. Some of the sages believe that they that we have a definite number of breaths allotted to us uh, for our lives. Those who waste them and speed them up in excitability and emotionalism shorten their span. Those who become philosophers in the true sense of the word, balanced, measured, and contented, will be able to live to the very ripe old age that unimpaired with unimpaired faculties. By quickening the breath, the body loses its power of uh, self-protection and exhausts 
and injures itself without feeling it at the time. By slowing the breathing down to 10 or 12, per, uh, 12 breaths per minute, it will be uh, found impossible to feel excited, irritable, or nervy. This is, uh, this is a useful and visible little exercise with which we can protect ourselves from those states of mind which tend to poison our system. If the breathing is reduced to a deep, slow rhythm of 10 per minute or 5 minutes, the brain will become marvelously clear and ready for work. This can be done before taking up any study, the result lasting for some hours. Many of the conflicting vibrations and thoughts which we allow to pass haphazard through body and brain will have been canceled out by the rhythmic, powerful beat brought about by the slower breathing. If the breathing can be dropped to an even three per minute, um, wow, to an even three per minute, all the bodily vibratory activities will have become so subdued and harmonized that the more delicate psychic perceptions will be discernible and given us what we call inspiration, instinct, or uh, premonition, for they are the instigators of all great achievements. The above-mentioned rate of breathing can be used without danger if practiced gradually and intelligently, but it is extremely dangerous for the average person to attempt any of the more complicated systems uh, sometimes unwisely uh, given out, which might lead them to a mental home or uh, which might lead them into a mental home or worse. Mm, yeah. Yogis can slow down the breath, the breath to one per minute which allows them an, in, uh, an intensity of concentration um, resulting in experiments beyond our imagination or comprehension. Finally, they are able to suspend the breathing altogether and allow themselves to be buried for weeks at a time without coming to any harm. That's a matter fascinating. Breathing must always be performed through the nose quite silently, um, steadily, regularly, and without strain. It should preferably be practiced in a quiet place and not just after eating. While breathing, the, the mind should be focused on the highest ideals and aspirations. Remember that we are breathing in, besides oxygen, nitrogen, and hydrogen, a host of subtle, subtle and powerful elements and forces. It is the mind which constantly directs the uh, selection and utilization of these powers. We breathe in life, we breathe in God, and accordingly, and according as to what we aspire. Slow, deep, gentle breathing will cure insomnia, nerves, blood pressure, fear, brain fag, and bad temper. The, um, the Eastern apparently know many things about breathing with which the Westerners, Westerners would be, uh, world is not yet familiar. They believe, for instance, that in correct breathing, only one nostril is actually used at a time. This is said to be caused by a, a tissue in each nostril which swells at alternative inter, alternate intervals which allow full use of, the, of only one nostril. There are said to be two currents which pass up and down the spine. 
the one on the right side being positive, the one on the left side negative. The breathing, therefore, is performed alternatively, alternately rather, along an electrical current in drawing uh, positive sun-ruled uh, particles and magnetic current uh, in drawing negative moon-ruled particles. It is said that by using this knowledge, the temperature of the body can be regulated. Astrology, or astrologically, I should say, a sign comes up on the ascendant every two hours, alternate, alternately a positive and negative sign, and this is connected with the breathing. It is said that Indian doctors always study the patient's breathing first of all, being in this way able to determine the condition of the magnetic and electrical areas in the body at the time. Apparently, after a meal or during the changeover, both nostrils are used so that it takes a little time to determine the exact state of affairs. The expert in these matters would, however, know the quality of this power of achievement at any given hour. And being thus able to ensure the, uh, the maximum of creative uh, um, uh, output with the minimums of expended energy, there whereas all we now know is that we are either in the mood for work or not, and this uh, results in an indifferent and uneven output. A simple little experiment will point this out. Let one person lie down straight and stiff on a couple of chairs. Let four persons stand around him, one at each shoulder and one at each knee. Let one placing a finger beneath their prone comrade. Um, all must then breathe steadily and in unison for a minute or so. Finally, after the intake of breath, raise the prone man into the air upon the tips of the fingers. They will see to weigh nothing at all. That's amazing. The Egyptians and earlier races could, uh, could lift mighty stones by some agency which still puzzles scientists. Um, were they perhaps able to overcome the laws of gravity by concentrated scientific breathing on a large scale. If four, if four people can lift, say, 12 stone without feeling it by breathing in unison, what could a thousand do? It, was, it has been found in some factories that the output of work is much improved by allowing the workers to, stink, to sink. After all, that has been uh, said about breathing it uh, will will be realized at uh, once that an enormous power for good singing could be if prosperity used and understood. There is no end to the benefit of uh, to be obtained by combining breathing, rhythm, and sound as it is singing. A person who is timid, cowardly, or shy narrows his chest and breathes uh, freely. Uh, diseases such as asthma, are probably the direct result of a nervous breathing. If we are calm, confident, and courageous, we breathe deep and slow. As an aid to attaining these qualities, we must first correct our breathing. Everyone should breathe as driven. I'm sorry. Everyone should breathe in the divine breath of life with all his heart and sing his song of thanksgiving no less regularly than do the birds. Huh. I think that's interesting. 
That was very interesting. And the secrets of color. I want to bring that up um, in just a second. Um, wow. The, the, reading this is rather intense, I have to say, because it's, uh, it takes a lot of focus and a lot of, of course, to narrate. But when I try to, uh, I don't know if this happens to you or not, or to my listeners here who are in tune to this, but whenever I get to a level of spiritual contemplation, um, in reading, um, reading some texts, which I feel are greatly inspired, and I believe this text is inspired, um, spiritually inspired, uh, no question about this, that's in some degree um, um, very inspired and it's almost channel text. But I can tell but when I'm reading something like this or, or um, how the um, sometimes I, I actually have to stop because I become so absorbed with it in my mind and it kind of just takes over my my uh, uh, consciousness you know and to 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 the extent where I um, become quite tired how <laughs> um, to explain because it feels like in certain books and certain esoteric texts, you know, spiritual texts, uh, channel texts, it by reading it, it heightens your senses, it heightens your vibrations. Okay, so that if you're used to a, a, a constant vibration of who knows what, this and you and you read these. It comes from a mind and a body and a and a entity that exists on a much higher vibratory plane than you do. So, if you are interpreting this, reading these books, reading this, you find that your mind wanders. You can wander, or or you become absorbed into that dimension that is being written from or narrated. Uh, this number of books that I've read on this program that you know have that quality and that ability to, to 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 transform you into another dimension, you know, and and uh, you know I, I I find at times that I am uh, I do trans transcend. Um, while I'm reading, in many many cases, um, and I and I don't know when it's I don't know uh, I I shouldn't say I don't know I I don't realize I do know but I I but I don't realize until I'm far into the text how um, how effective 
affected, but how um, spiritually derived these words are, you know, from what dimension what am I speaking. That's why, that's why I, I, I was inspired to, to, uh, to entitle this program Transdimensional Radio, because I'm speaking from, I'm continually speaking from a different dimension. I go in and out of dimensions in this program. Um, whether I'm reading these esoteric uh, books or whether I'm just talking to you, you know, like right now, um, uh, or trying to describe to you a uh, a scene or an idea or a or or, or a vision, you know, that I've had. Dimensional, you know, or or it may not be multi-dimensional. It may it may be uh, from a different dimension, you know. But I'm trying to bring it to an audience to see it, and um, when doing in doing so, so I can read this book. My I can get lost in the in the text. I can get lost in the in the in that dimension and, and be not aware that it's not translating properly to third dimension, you know, uh, to my listener. So uh, let me further, let me go on before I... that the output of work in which improved 
I'm sorry, if properly used and understood. There is no end to the benefit to be obtained by combining breathing, rhythms, and sound as in singing. A person who is timid, cowardly, or shy narrows his chest and breathes feebly. Diseases such as asthma are probably the direct result of nervous breathing. If we are calm, confident, and courageous, we breathe deep and slow. As an aid to attaining these qualities, we must first correct our breathing. Everyone should breathe in the divine breath of life with all of his heart and sing his song of thanksgiving no less regularly than to the birds. Some poets, uh, the secrets of color. Some poets, some uh, some poets have said, color is not in a rose but in ourselves. What is color? In chapter two, we stated that out of the vast scale of nature's vibrations, a tiny octave is registered by the optic nerve. Our physical eyes respond to these um, particular vibrations with a reaction which is not which we know as color. If we had no eyes, those vibrations would still exist, but as what? Medical science has proved that different colors have definite and uh, varied effects on our nervous system and that they act upon us quite independently of our eyes or mind. Their influence is particularly marked in the case of lunatics. It has been suggested that colors are really rays radiating down to this earth at their specific rates of vibration. A red rose reflects back all the color rays except red, which it absorbs. And our optic nerves react to its vibrations, and we say, the red, the rose is red. The perfect blending of the seven color rays in the bright daylight gives us a white light. If the rays are split up uh, by being passed through a glass prism, they are at once visible as colors. In the same way, a rainbow is produced by the... Uh, I'm sorry. The rainbow is produced by the, the, by the minute prismatic effects of rain in the sky. If you walk around a fountain in the sun at a certain point, you will see a rainbow. The... Color rays are pouring. The color rays are pouring down on the earth night and day. Every object, object rather, uh, and every atom responds to them. Therefore, thereby announcing its own quality to those who are able to decipher the language of colors. Where do these rays come from, and what are they? I have noted that the several major planets of our um, seven major planets of our solar system are radiating these the various forces outwards so that they reach this earth at uh, considerable strength. As there are also seven primary um, color rays radiating to the earth, we may suspect a uh, definite connection here, and uh, perhaps that's, that's the color. Um, 
and are really an expression of the planetary rays observable by this as they are absorbed and held by different objects. The planets are composed of minerals and chemicals. In each planet, one particular metal is said of by astrologists to predominate. In Mars, it is iron, and in Mercury, it is that metal. It is that metal, Mercury. And just as uh, radium radiates off uh, minute particles of itself for hundreds of years, so do these enormous planets radiate subtle emanations. Uh, so it's so emanations of everything of which uh, he is composed. A clairvoyant or person with extrasensitive sight is able to see the colors of these rays at a certain angle and speaks of them as the person's aura. Let us name the colors in the order in which they appear at the spectrum. We take great, we take red uh, first because it has the lowest vibration. Being, um, therefore, being red. Um, we take red first because it is the lowest vibration, even therefore the coarsest and most physical vitalizing. Its piece on the scale, or that its place on the scale, is just above the heat vibrations, and it is heat giving in itself. As the vibrations increase in speed, up the scale, we come to orange, then to yellow, then green, blue, indigo, and violet, and violet leading us on uh, up into the extraordinarily penetrating and rapid vibrations of the violet ray. Um, Emotional 
belonging to the sun is gold, for which the alchemists believed uh, they could attain the elixir of life, which rendered man immortal. Uh, used as a medicine, gold has a very purifying effect. The third color in the spectrum is yellow. We are told that this color belongs to the planet Mercury. Mercury confers a quick intellect by Rather than go through what this is kind of redundant, I, I wanted to. Yellow is the third of the color scale. It corresponds to the muscle note of E, or the musical note, rather, of E. Its jewel is the yellow topaz, and it represents luminosity. When seen in the human aura, yellow, if dark and crude, tells of deceit, treachery, and cowardice. Uh, we have all heard of the yellow streak, but if pale, during a uh, pure and luminous, it shows high wisdom and intellectuality. Hmm. The fourth color is green, standing in the center of the scale of seven. It is the meeting ground between the thermal or heating and expanding colors of red, orange, and yellow, and the electrical contracting. Uh, cooling colors of blue, uh, indigo, and violet. Green gives stability, endurance, quietude. We are allowed much of it to uh, look at in nature and to partake of its nourishment. Its action is to cool. Is uh, its action is to cool the blood and animate the nerves. It belongs to the planet Saturn. Those mental and in, in, in lead, the, uh, whose metal is lead, rather. <laughs> I'm getting tired, I guess. Sir, Saturn rules the spleen, which makes the white corpuscles of the blood. These harmonize the building and destroying going on in the human organism. So, so people with the luminous screen of Saturn and their auras are the harmon uh, uh, harmonizers and pacifiers of the world. They stand for social justice, uh, social stability. If the green is dark and crude, it tells that its owner, um, so concerned with the affairs of others, has become green with envy. Green belongs to the fourth of the musical scale. F, whose melody is usually in a minor key. Singer of melancholy, uh, always associated with Sajid. Uh It's stone... Therefore, whether through lights, color, um, colored glass, or earth, green gives us all-around steady and quieting influences. The uh, green flag and lamp represent safety and speak of the guardianship of those in authority. We are told that on the planet Saturn live our spirit guardian spirits. Now we leave the heating colors and pass through to cooling, contracting one uh, blue, indigo, and violet. These rays have a cooling, narcotic, and antiseptic action. They act as sedatives, sedatives rather, to the vascular nervous system. Uh, undo mania and regret and angry passion, inflammations, so 
Sedatives, antiseptics, and narcotics contain such of these colors. Narcotic flowers are blue and purple. Um, blue blackberries are valued for their uh, astringent qualities. Uh, blue belongs to the planet Venus. The giver of love, devotion, and harmony is the stone. Uh, its stone is the amethyst. The um, super sacred of the seven sacred jewels. Pale blue is the aura represented, uh, represents devotion, while dark blue shows fat, uh, fanaticism. One can either be true blue or have a fit of the blues, according to one's outlook. <laughs> okay. Dr. Babbitt says that the blue lenses filled with water and exposed to sunlight become impregnated with sulfur, chlorine, cobalt, manganese, and other properties having soothing and antiseptic action. This water will never putrefy. Um, it acts as a sedative and an antiseptic and is cooling, especially for the blood. The musical note of blue is G, um, a uh, favorite key for the composer of romantic music. Indigo is the of its color scale. It is uh, like green, a meeting ground for all the colors. It, um, its action through herbs and chemicals is intermediately um, between blue and violet, suing both nerves and blood. Its, pleasant, its planet, rather, is said to be Uranus, and its stone is jet. In the aura, it shows dignity and high aspirations. Purple or violet is the seventh and last of the color octave. Um, a, a represent, it represents the seventh and highest quality which man attains, noble uh, spiritual aspiration. Therefore, it has always um, been connected with the priestly ceremonies. Its musical note is B, in, in which key must uh, sacred music is written. Its uh, planet is Jupiter, ruling the metal tin and the jewel sapphire. Um, in its medical uh, action, it approaches the realm of the violet ray. It cools the nerves, is magnetic and antiseptic. This is all violet. Okay, purple. Purple and violet in the aura speak of honor, uh, spirituality, and self-esteem. Above the violet is the awe of the aura, and the aura speak of honor, spirituality, and self-esteem. Above the violet, we begin a new octave of higher and more ethereal colors, mostly unseen to the average human eye. The first is rose, which is uh, the red of Mars, transfused into its higher octave, where it speaks of optimism, hope, and spiritualized love. The colors continue in uh, in octaves, which become more and more sublimated. Um, luminous, pure, and pale will, in the end, be uh, held, or rather, will in the end blend back again into the glorious uh, white light from whence it, they sprang. When the character of a human being is sublimated and perfected. The colors of his
themselves into a white spiritual light. In the golden days, people um, days people were able to see this. They represented it in the halo shining around the head of the saint. Colors, therefore, are of the very deepest significance to us throughout all phases of our life. They have more influence upon us than we can possibly imagine. If we can use them intelligently, they are the greatest of friends, strengthening, soothing, and inspiring. Dark, drab, and dingy colors harm our spirits, morale, and <coughs> morale and uh, morals and health. They encourage crime, inhibition, um, inferiority complexes, suicide, and stunted uh, development. They actually prevent the uh, radiation of personal magnetism. Um, they, that give and take uh, between human beings. They inhibit optimism, inspiration, and therefore success. A glance at some of our streets in their dingy dark bricks and shrieking posters, posters will at once show us one reason why apathy, dullness, and poor health are still prevalent. Brown is the color of earth and holds us to the earth and to material thought. Gray is neutral and useful as a background to other colors. White reflects uh, back all the rays uh, and is therefore cooling and restful. Black absorbs them all and is therefore warm, although neutralized. Although neutralized. The modern trend toward pain, pain, pastel shades, shows a promising underweighting to a new uplifting color standard. A color campaign intelligently launched would do much to cheer, inspire, and invigorate humanity. And with that, I think I'll stop. Um, because that's, uh, uh, this is, I'm getting a little coarse, actually. And this, I'd like to take up this next week, uh, this next chapter, which is The Secrets of Sound. And it just states, In the beginning was the word. Thus is the importance of sound emphasized to us, although so simply and directly that it is easy to miss its significance. The universe was created by speech. The creator did not act. He spoke. He said, let there be light, and there was light. Yeah. Uh, this, this is, this is a, a fascinating... Uh, chapter, but I don't think I really have time to, to do it justice tonight, and, um, um, but just as a teaser, uh, I'd just like to say the universe was created by speech, I just read this, but, and uh, God spoke, let us not pass over these words with a shrug, as they were charming fairy tales designed to enthrall the na naive people of old. The deepest um, scientific knowledge of all times was always thus veiled by symbolism and by myth, and rich is the reward of every effort at interpretation. Certain of the ancient people uh, made a profound study of chemistry. The fact that they chose to give to their chemicals the names of gods and goddesses 
and to describe their reactions under the guise of myths and legends does not in the least distract from their actual knowledge. On the contrary, it may show how much deeper and further they penetrated into the realms of ultimate causes than men of science do today. We were told by those teachers of antiquity that the formation of this universe out of chaos was brought about by the breath and word of the Creator, by sound. Certain sounds produced differing sets of vibrations in the ether. Some of these were very low frequency, but they formed particulars of what we call matter or physical substance. There could not be light as we know it without minute specks of matter in the ether to reflect it. We learn that later these particles of matter collided, coalesced, and forced uh, of their mutual attraction of gravity, or gravity, uh, causing them to con- commence spinning. And the endless arrangement thus formed produced this solar system and all that is therein. And we can gain in an idea of the infinite number of these arrangements by considering the vast scale of vibrations with which we dealt in Chapter 2. And uh, I'm pretty sure I read Chapter 2 to you, but uh, Chapter 1. Yeah. Oh, that's a... No, I did not read that. Uh, It's what modern science has regarding sound. Uh, but anyway, I want to, uh, I'm going to end tonight's show here, and I want to thank everybody. And, you know, I, I did look up uh, on Amazon, and I found that this book is available um, in a paperback edition um, on Amazon. It's called The Finding of the Third Eye by Vera Stanley Alder, A-L-D-E-R. And uh, it's, I think it's only six bucks or seven bucks. Very cheap, and uh, you can get there. It's I think it's only about let's see, maybe a hundred pages. Yeah, about a hundred pages long. Yeah, and a hundred and some odd. A very short. It's a it's a, it's a short book, but uh, I hope that you will. Uh, I hope you got something out of tonight's show, and if you're really interested. Uh, you can buy this book at Amazon. Go to uh, Amazon.com and just look up uh, The Finding of the Third Eye by uh, Vera Stanley uh, Alder. And uh, with that, I'm going to close tonight and I wish you a very, very good weekend. And uh, uh, I hope that you'll uh, tell your friends about the program and uh, do your own research and uh, you know, join me again next week, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday night. Uh, so, good night, everybody, and uh, thanks for listening.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.